We will deliver tonight the best of our abilities to finish up the study on the gifts of the Spirit. A very prevalent need in the worshiping of God and in the churches all over the land. A forgotten need, I'm afraid, but yet bring the church to the place where Jesus wants it. Hallelujah. For the day when the church can be where Jesus wants it. Amen. Their lives can be marked by the simplicity of the Father and the Holy Spirit. Yes, amen. Hallelujah. This can only happen when the gift of the Spirit is in full operation. Under the manifestation of the Spirit. When saints desire to be used of God. When saints believe. When saints administer. When saints receive. All of these gifts of the Spirit to bring the church full maturity in Christ Jesus. First chapter, or first Corinthians, fourth chapter, you can just turn there. We've been working from that. We're not attempt to read it. But we have endeavored to set forth three of the gifts of the Spirit which give credence to the power of God. Working to the power of God. We dealt on the one last Wednesday night, the gift of faith. And included in that, of course, is the gift of healing and then the working of miracles. We'd like to begin tonight with the gifts of healing. The gifts of healing. For this particular gift, the key to understanding it, of course, properly is the word gift. You need to note that it's plural, the word gift. It doesn't say gift of healing. There's no such thing as a gift of healing. But the gift of healing within the church. And Mark 16 and 18 makes known to us the promise that if believers lay hands on the sick, they shall be covered. That's the word of God. We know this to be true. James 5.14 talks about the sick calling for the elders of the church and anointing them with oil. In the name of the Lord, and the prayer of faith shall save the sick. Now these are wonderful promises to believers. And the believers, they have been in the church. They worked many wonder, wonders and many cures. But in addition to this, this is what we want to deal with. Not with these, which we have saw work many times, but in addition to these, there's a special unction from the Spirit imparting the operation of the gifts of healing within one's life. I think if there ever was a desperate need for the operation to the gifts of healing in the lives of individuals and in the function of the everyday life of Christianity in the church, I think it would add something to the church. I think health could be restored to the church. But saints of God must be gone. They must desire to be used. Of course, naturally, when you're used, you're subject to ridicule. But so was Jesus. So was his disciple. So was his follower. So has it been since the time that he came. Even before, prophets of old, holy apostles, all endured the shame, even as Jesus did, and left us with the word of God. 
Now, some who say gifts of healing in their life follow certain signs. I've talked to individuals who say they have gifts of healing, and there's different signs that is manifested in their life that makes them know that in that particular instance they have the authority in it. One minister said there's a warmth that comes in his hand, the sign that God's going to heal the sick one that's before him. Heard others say that there's uh, an unction, a mood, an overshadowing of the Holy Spirit upon his life, and he can feel the power of God whenever he lays hands on the sick, and know by that special unction that God is going to heal the sick. Many different types of signs, and God would choose to manifest in one life different than he would choose to manifest in the other one. But when the gifts of healing are in operation, hands are laid upon the sick, God can remove the cause of the affliction and healing follows. Hallelujah. Just to think that God has the power to move the cause of the affliction. Hallelujah. Healing then follows after that. But we went over this and we said there was a need that we did it last, last Wednesday. I believe there was. Perhaps a need still prevalent. Many times the devil defeats us by causing us to doubt and waver, knowing that if he can steal our victory, if our faith doesn't remain firm in him. Another time, many times we felt the healing virtue of God, power of God, how we enjoyed it, how we knew it was there. But the devil was right on the spot, right there handy, right there ready to contest anything you get from God. He's always been that way. He's there ready to contest your salvation and say you don't have anything. They're ready to test your power of the Holy Ghost comes in your life. Immediately he says you did it on your own. There's nothing to it. Many times supernatural manifestations in our life, God moves. The devil's right there ready to contest it. But one thing you need to know that let God be true and everything else is a lie. The devil was a liar from the beginning. He hasn't changed. He still lies. So if we know that God has given us something, we need to remain firm in our convictions. Where the start? Hallelujah. Right out in the highest way. Stand there in the face of the devil and say, I know it's mine. Because by the power of God he came. I felt the move in my life. Hallelujah. There is a difference, of course, in touching God and going from Him. You know that, of course. We touch God many times. I think perhaps that's why many times we come, we get prayed for, we touch God. What a grand feeling it is. Always has been a good feeling to touch the Lord. Amen? Amen. But we get so caught up in touching the Lord that we forget to hold on to him long enough to draw something from Hallelujah. So you see, that's where he defeats us right off. We feel grand and glorious. We touch him. What a marvelous experience. We touch the Lord. When a woman touched the Lord, I'm sure she felt a wonderful experience that she had to draw something from. She had to draw from the being of Christ. And we have to do the same thing. To come in his presence is not enough. We must not only touch him, that's not enough, but we must draw from him. Knowing we've got a hold of knowing that there's something divine in it, we have to hold on to it, or the devil will steal our victory. We gave an example of cutting a tree down in the yard. We just cut it down and there it lays. 
And a neighbor comes along and looks at it, and the leaves are still green. Tree bears every resemblance of being alive, and the neighbor says, that tree's still alive. And you come along and say, no, it's not, it's dead. Well, I know it's alive. Look how green the leaves are. You say, no, it's dead, simply because I cut it loose from its life source. That's the way it is when God heals you. He cuts you loose from that affliction, the source that causes the affliction. And then after a few days, that tree, the leaves begin to turn brown. Hallelujah, it's dead all the time. Amen. I said it was dead all the time. Amen. It begins to turn brown. And that's the same way it is easy. Sometimes you have to contest for it. Okay. Sometimes you have to believe for it. And the minute we doubt that God has done anything in our life, that minute, that very minute, we invite that same thing back into our lives. Symptoms, a lot of times, still remain. But what I'm trying to say to you is this. But what value is symptoms? What can they do? It's when you're cut off from the root of that thing and that sickness is gone, give the power of God time to move it. So you're not dealing with miracles. You were dealing with miracles, it'd be instantaneous, it would just happen all at once. But you're de dealing with gifts of the Spirit. Now the tree was dead simply because it'd been cut off. And many times the devil comes along, symptoms still remain, the tree is still green, so to speak, and the devil says, well, see there, you feel just like you always did. There's no change. And usually we'll agree with him, say that's right. Nothing's changed, still have the same symptoms, but we need to hold fast our profession of faith in the name of Jesus through prayer, laying on of hands, has cut that thing off by the roots Hallelujah. I said, cut it off by the roots. Yes. It's not there anymore. And the next thing we need to do is declare in the face of the devil that it is gone. Amen. Praise the Lord. Come on, glory. Oh, you say, that's easy for you to say. Sure it is. Sure it's easy to say. But it can be done. Yes. Praise the Lord. There's been any amount of people that have done it. Stood still on God's promise and on His word. Healing, thank God, has been consistent in our faith, thanking God for the victory. Now, special attention should be given to this aspect of the gifts of healing. We've covered this once before, but this covered again. Has it ever occurred to you that some people can pray, pray for the blind and see constant results and success in that almost every time they play, pray for them, the blind receive their sight? Others can pray for the deaf. And they're healed. Others can pray for the lame and they're healed. Others can pray for cancer victims and they're healed. I'm sure that brings up a question, why is this? I realize this is going to sound strange. Now in the medical profession it doesn't sound strange. But perhaps in God's profession it does. The reason is that within the medical profession specialists, they're specialists, each one dealing with a special area, knows what he's doing in that area. I wonder if it's so far-fetched to imagine that God has specialists too. Praise the Lord. That God has people probably sitting right here in the audience, congregation, that if they can reach up and touch the hem of God's garment, to have faith, perhaps to be a possessor of a gift, and be a specialist in that area. Amen. 
but eliminate much sickness, eliminate, uh, uh, bring about many healings. We can understand that there could be specialists, and no doubt is, we wouldn't be shocked when a man has a reputation of praying for the blind, great success. I don't know whether I claim the gift of healing or not. I do know that no lame has ever walked. I've never been able to lay my hands on the blinded eyes. They haven't been able to see. Many areas, cancer victims I prayed for, went on to meet the Lord. But I have had some relatively good success in praying for those who have ear infections. How God seems to move in that area. Started when I was a young Christian. And if you have it in that area, many times it doesn't seem like much, but it can alleviate a lot of suffering, a lot of heartache, and a lot of distress. I want you to think over just a little bit in your life. Perhaps areas that you've forgotten about. Perhaps you've been able to pray in some area and find results in that area. And perhaps you've forgotten about it. Other areas you more or less have been defeated in. I want you to recapture that area. Think about it as ministers and lay members. At times, seasons in your life, when God has used your hand through His power to bring about some results. Maybe not any staggering results, but nevertheless results that would be called the gift of healing. God has so wonderfully set up the gifts of healing that we stand amazed in His power over all sickness and disease. Hallelujah. One who is used by God in the gift of healing can be a specialist in several areas, or just one. Also, God will be present through the ministry within a local church to meet the needs of people that's in there. Amen. This has been proven over and over. I think if I have a desire, I think if I have a prayer, it's a prayer that we as God's people will become united enough and concerned enough about one another that the gifts of healing can be in our hands and we can operate more or less in a specialist area and we can alleviate some of the pain and agony yes, suffered by our brothers and sisters Amen. and move the throne of God and move it down here. The unction and power of the Holy Ghost to move within our heart and cause that causes untold agonies in the world and we have access to it. It's been proven over and over again. Within the New Testament we find this statement, and the power of the Lord was present to heal them. That's found in Luke 5, 17. It's wonderful that the power of the Lord is present to heal all manner of sickness and diseases as he channels himself through the gifts of healing help resident within the lives of believers. We understand that healing is one of the signs which automatically follows believers. I don't know if you knew that or not. That's one of the signs that automatically should follow believers. Yes. Hallelujah. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. They shall speak with new tongues. If they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall cast out devils on and on it goes, which is just one of the signs of the believer. Amen. Now look at your life. Destitute. Perhaps of any signs follow. What have we got to say? What can we say? Praise the Lord. It's one of the signs automatically. Yes. Ministry can pray for us. We recover. Lay members can be concerned about one another. Reach up and grasp hold of these things and bring them within their own midst. These promises and signs are normal. Of the New Testament church, but also beyond this, 
as a special endowment of God's divine spirit on individuals to manifest the gifts of healing which are part of the nine gifts of the spirit and God help us to reach up and say God I would like to claim one of those as my own why now because it'll push me up make me look big if that's what you're asking for then it'll be destitute it'll be of no value now look around you I ask you, I beg of you, look around you. Yes. See the suffering. Yes. See the suffering of the body of Christ, your neighbors, your friends, people in town. Look at that. And then desire to get a hold of God, if for nothing else, to alleviate some pain and agony that suffered in the land today. Yes. Be interested enough in your brother and sister to give up a meal, two meals, maybe three. To give away some of that little time that you flitter away, really doing nothing. I enter into your closet and ask God seriously to bestow upon you gifts of healing. Something that you can help alleviate sorrow and pain with. Something that you can enter in and be a help. It's been stated that there are 39 major killing diseases in the world today. I almost shouted. And the attention was drawn to the 39 stripes that were placed upon the back Amen. of the world. Yes. Hallelujah. One stripe for every major killing disease in the land. Oh, glory. By his stripes ye were healed. Oh, God help us. God help us to realize that we stand in amazement at God's great plan. As we see it and know that it's accessible to us, we can have it. And to know that he made provisions for everything that comes upon his children. There's been provisions made for it. And he asked only that we reach up. Hallelujah. 39 stripes he suffered. Of course we realize what's 39 stripes. Everything God ever done was for a reason. Everything he ever does today is for a reason. If we could just know God's great divine plan. We can just lay ourselves in his hand and say, God, I'm your servant and manipulate me, use me however you want to. I belong to you. We can just recognize that. We need to note in dealing with it, sickness and diseases have two sources. Oftentimes these are confused and we deal with one in the sense when we ought to deal with the other one. First off, demonic spirits. Cause much sickness. Many times throughout the life ministry of Jesus, spirits were cast out, and after they were cast out, healing ensued. Now anything that's brought on, psychiatrists agree with this, anything that's brought on by emotional disturbance is caused by something other than what's organic. In other words, there's something moving in there. Anything that, that is caused by an emotional disturbance is caused, and you'll find the root of that thing as a demonic force. But then, of course, there's organic causes, sicknesses, diseases not caused by demon forces. Many times, these sicknesses are caused because we insist on completely ignoring every health law that God ever gave us. Yes, amen. amen, Brother Hostel. Amen. And many times after ignoring them, we come whimpering to the throne of God and wonder why he just doesn't display himself. God help us to realize that we must not ignore God's health law. Yes. There's a need why he spoke concerning these things. 
And many of these diseases is simply because we do not know them, don't care to know them, and will not adhere to his helpful law. Come on. Also, there's three dimensions in time which we mentioned, past, present, and future. We can only live in one. Yes. But God lives in all three of them. Hallelujah. God lives in the past. He lives in the future. But best of all, he lives here tonight, yes. right now. Hallelujah, the present. He's not limited to time like you and I are. That's difficult for us to understand, I know that. But we follow the scripture in Matthew chapter 12, we find the account of Jesus restoring the little man's withered hand. The word restore immediately brings us to realize and indicates that the hand had not always been withered. There was a time when it was whole, and Jesus simply made it again just like it used to be. Not being limited by time, he reached into the past and brought the past to the present and restored the man's hand. Yes. Hallelujah. Glory to God. To heal is to make the body as it should be. For example, a injured hand that takes six weeks to heal, brought into the presence of Jesus, doesn't have to wait for six weeks to heal, for Jesus can reach into the future six weeks Bring it right here into the present and make it what it ought to be. Thank God. When he declines, when he declares, when he speaks, when the ministry prays or anyone else prays for the sick, we pray for encouragement and results. Ever mindful of the will of God and his power through his promises. Let's go just for a few moments on the working of miracles. To be prayed for by a man of God and then we cover day by day to the point of perfect health again is one thing. That's healing. Healing takes time. And I don't understand why we don't understand that. Amen? Come on. Because if we pray to God and ask Him to touch our body, 